And we're back again. We to talk about these uh, horror stories, these uh, nightmares. And you know, I get some flack because I am one that still believes. You know, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Um. Yeah. So. I get flack for still believing in marriage. I'm sorry, I just can't invest in sex dolls and, you know, just saying that all marriage is bad. But this has me thinking on a lot of things, okay? Watching these videos. So let's uh, dive into this stuff. Hard Talk Radio live in 4K. Here we go. Dad was paying child support of about $750 a month two children based on his income of $50,000 a year. Well, about two years into his child support obligation, he ended up inheriting a large sum of money, about a million dollars, when his grandparents passed away. Mom got wind of that and hired a lawyer and took that back to the court and asked for an increase in child support, claiming that that inheritance that he received should be included in income to increase dad's income, thereby increasing his child support obligation. Well, the court agreed. And what the court did is it took the amount of money that he inherited, divided that by the number of years that the children would be minors and he would have a child support obligation, and then increased dad's income by that amount. Dad ended up having to pay child support now based on $150,000 a year of income when you included that inheritance in there. What do you think about that? Do you think that's fair? Hell no, that's not fair. That is not fair. That's not that's not um earned income. That's not This is the thing about this nightmare system, different laws in different states. Let's keep going. Understanding that it's reasonable, it's got to be reasonable. There's some reasonable basis for it. This is unreasonable. These do not constitute reasonable extracurricular activity expenses. So, what the judge did is he said, Dad only has to pay for a portion of that. 
actually a nurse making good money. They tried to make it work, but they just couldn't. Well, when mom and dad broke up, mom started dating a very wealthy man. And when she married that very wealthy man, she quit her job, stopped working. And she began to live a lavish lifestyle. Big house, big car, cool, the works, vacations all the time. Well, one day she decided she'd take dad back to court and see if she could get an increase in child support because after all, she wasn't making any money. When the judge looked at the facts and saw the lifestyle that she was leading, what the judge said is, you know what? It would take about $200,000 a year to support that kind of lifestyle. Therefore, I'm going to impute income to mom in the amount of $200,000 a year. Instead of mom getting an increase in child support from dad, mom ended up having to pay dad child support. Mom got greedy and the court saw right through it. Dad was paying mom about 600 bucks a month in child support. He was a laborer making about 60 grand a year. Mom was actually a nurse making good money. They tried to make it work, but they just couldn't. Well, when mom and dad broke up, mom started dating a very wealthy man. And when she married that very wealthy man, she quit her job, stopped working. And she began to live a lavish lifestyle. Big house, big car, pool, the works, vacations all the time. One day she decided she'd take dad back to court and see if she could get an increase in child support because after all, she wasn't making any money. When the judge looked at the facts and saw the lifestyle that she was leading, what the judge said is, you know what? It would take about $200,000 a year to support that kind of lifestyle. Therefore, I'm going to impute income to mom in the amount of $200,000 a year. Instead of mom getting an increase in child support from dad, mom ended up having to pay dad child support. Mom... See, that's the problem, man. A lot of these women get greedy and entitled, and it backfires. I just, you went off and got somebody else, and you still want to dig out the man's eye. You still want to rake him over the coals. Just just horror stories, horror stories. I had a case not too long ago where both parents hated each other. They couldn't get along. As a matter of fact, they each had orders of protection against the other one. That's how hard it was for them to get along. They had a child and believe it or not, they could agree on things about the child. They were doing what was in the child's best interest. As a matter of fact, they had agreed on 50, 50 parenting time. The problem was, is they didn't have set schedules. They both worked in the fast food industry and they worked it out to where when one parent was working, the other one would be off and vice versa. And the one that was off would keep the child. The problem is, is the court wanted a set schedule because that's what the law requires. Well, I told these parents, I said, you know, once you get a set schedule in place for the court and the court signs the order, put the order in a drawer and do what's right. Just get along and do what's in the best interest of the child. Most of the time that works. If there is a problem and you can't agree, then you go back to what's in the parenting plan. That's the best way to do it. I had a case not too long ago where both parents... 
Dad shows up at the kid's school on Friday before Thanksgiving to start his Thanksgiving vacation time with the kids. He's excited. He's going to take them to be with his parents for Thanksgiving the whole week. When he gets to school, the kids aren't there. So he calls mom. Where are the kids? Mom says, well, your week doesn't start till Monday. He says, what are you talking about? She says, our parenting plan says that you get Thanksgiving break. Thanksgiving break, according to the school calendar, is Monday to Friday. So you get them Monday to Friday. Have them back 6 p.m. on Friday. He said, you're crazy. I should have the whole week. Well, he was right and she was right. The problem was the lawyer screwed up. When they drafted the parenting plan, what they should have done is said that father gets Thanksgiving break beginning at the day and time school is dismissed for Thanksgiving break, and she'll bring them back the day before school begins at 6 p.m. Lawyers, you got to be careful. Dad shows up at the kid's school on Friday before Thanksgiving to start his Thanksgiving vacation time with the kids. He's excited. He's going to take them to be with his parents for Thanksgiving the whole week. When he gets to school, the kids aren't there. So he calls mom. Where are the kids? Mom says, well, your week doesn't start till Monday. He says, what are you talking about? She says, our parenting plan says that you get Thanksgiving break. Thanksgiving break, according to the school calendar, is Monday to Friday. So you get them Monday to Friday. Have them back 6 p.m. on Friday. He said, you're crazy. I should have the whole week. Well, he was right and she was right. The problem was the lawyer screwed up. When they drafted the parenting plan, what they should have done is said that father gets Thanksgiving break beginning at the day and time school is dismissed for Thanksgiving break. And she'll bring them back the day before school begins at 6 p.m. Lawyers, you got to be careful. Dad shows up at the kid's school. I had an interesting case a couple of months ago. I was representing the dad in three different child support cases. There were three children with three different mothers. I set the modification of those three cases on the same docket for the same day. We went to court and had three different results in each of the cases. The first case, he was ordered to pay about 400 bucks a month in child support. The second case, about 600. And the third case, about 700. You know what the difference was? The income of the mothers. Tennessee is an income shares state where the court looks at the income of both parents to determine what child support is going to be. If one party's making more money than the other, then that party's gonna pay more child support. In this particular case, the three mothers were making three different amounts of income. Therefore, dad's income was the same. He had to pay more to the mother that was making less and less to the mother that was making more. Seems kind of weird, doesn't it? Had an interesting case a couple of months. How, how do you have three kids by three? How do you have one dad, three kids, three different moms, three different? Some man committed suicide over owing so much child support. I, I think I was told a story about a young young man. He had a lot of kids, and he couldn't pay the child support. And he committed suicide. My client had had fifty affairs with fifty different women. No joke. I knew that because the other lawyer in my client's deposition asked him about each one of those, which he could do in the deposition. My client admitted to each one of them. And that lawyer went through each one meticulously. He had phone records. He had names. He had everything he needed. He had spent hours and hours gathering that information, charged his client probably $10,000 to get all that information. 
And by golly, he was going to use it. And he did. We get to trial. He starts the same thing, asking my client about all these different affairs. I jumped up and I said, Your Honor, I object. We're going to be here all day. My client's committed adultery. That's all they need is to prove one case of adultery. And that's grounds for divorce. Why sit here all day and listen to all the different affairs? The judge thought for a second. He said, you know, you're right. I'm going to sustain your objection and exclude all of these other affairs. We only need one. My client had had 50 affairs. Here's part two of the story. So Eugene was going to have to pay $40,000 to his ex-wife, money that he had already paid because he didn't pay it properly. Turns out the lawyer that he had during his divorce had failed to do a wage assignment and now he was going to be stuck with a $40,000 bill. He had all his canceled checks. There was no dispute that he had paid that money, but now he was going to have to repay it. The state was relentless. They didn't back down. Fortunately, John's ex-wife was, for lack of a better word, kind enough to accept the fact that he had already paid her that money. And we were able to convince the state of this, and we were able to enter a consent order that although John did have a smaller rearage because there were some checks that he couldn't produce, he didn't have a $40,000 rearage. So the judge signed off on the order and he only ended up owing about 2,500 bucks. That was a good ending to an almost horror story. Here's part two of the story. So you, dad had stopped paying child support when the kid was 13 years old. Kid's now 26 years old. He turned 18, eight years ago. Well, Dad had forgotten about it. He didn't pay. Mom didn't come after him. Dad figured it was a dead issue. Well, all of a sudden, Mom hired an attorney and filed a petition for contempt against Dad for the money that he didn't pay between the time the son was 13 and the time he was 18. And that amounted to about $60,000. So now Dad's looking at paying $60,000 in arrears plus interest, which by that time made it about $120,000. Plus, he was facing a contempt petition. You know, the thing is, there's not really a statute of limitations on the collection of past due child support in a lot of states. Some states do have a statute of limitations on that. you got to check your state on that. But the best thing you can do is to pay your child support when it's due and the way you're supposed to pay it. That is stop. I'm going to stop right there, man. I'm going to stop right there. What I see here is a bunch of people who made bad choices, okay? And for us men, we have to be careful who we marry. That's what I would say. And you have to know the state laws. Know the state laws. How does it work? And if you really want somebody to be with, you have to look at yourself. Are you marriage material? That's how I see. Are you marriage material? If you're not, stay by yourself. If you are, then in this gynocentric society, you may have to go overseas or you may have to go to a different community of women within your state. And if they want patriarchal men, you have to be a patriarchal man. That's it. You're going to do what you want to do, but we still need marriage. 
I would say look at the cost and see if it benefits you. Okay. Or do you want to die alone? And that's cool too. We're all going to die alone someday. All right. Tell me what you think in the comments. Like, share, comment, subscribe later. Probably give you a part two.